It's that time again. The bun's finna pop off with a fresh episode. And as usual, we brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans. Hey! <laughs> Donald, it's a special time up here in Canada. It's the Vans Park Series Men's Pro Tour at the legendary Hastings Skate Park in Vancouver. You dig? You can expect to see athletes like the legendary Pedro Barros, the unbelievably handsome Curran Caples, and vert legend and lifestyle guru Rob Sluggo Boyce. O'Shea, yo. I think I got a phone call coming in still. What's up, street skaters? This is vert legend and lifestyle guru Rob Sluggo Boyce. The Vans Park Series is coming back to Vancouver for its fourth consecutive year, July 7th and 8th at Hastings Skate Park. Don't fuck this up. Webcast on Red Bull TV, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the 8th, if you can't make it. I'll see you guys there. Peace. Huge thanks to Sluggo and Vancouver. Here's your chance to see the world's top park skaters take on the legendary Hastings Bowl. The whole thing will be streamed live on Red Bull TV at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 2 p.m. Pacific on July 8th. Don't miss it. It's going to be a goddamn barn burner. Vans off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. You heard? And now, live from Studio E, the bun with Safer and Donovan. Ghost, my dog, it is on and popping. The season finale of season four. You ready for this last one or what? I don't know, yo. Lil B's a straight G. I don't know if, uh, yo, if I'm ready. Are we, are we telling him who it is yet? Oh, my bad. Damn, you let it slip. All right, let's get to it. I'm D Jones. He's the ghost. As always, Ants one behind the scenes. You're going to find out later in the episode why we keep Ants one behind the scenes. But <laughs> It's a cool thing. Still. You already spilled the beans, man. Tell them what's good and how hype we are to have the Goonie in the building. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Brandon <laughs> Turner, a.k.a. Lil B, a.k.a. Switch Trade Captain, a.k.a. Gnarliest fucking in the game. Straight legend. Honor and a privilege to have him on. Then we taking y'all to the post office. You know what I'm saying? And then it's a little rundown. A lot of NBA action, free agency, little NHL talk. And of course, footy chat. So, uh, yeah, we got a full-on barn burner for y'all. Let's, let's get fucking into it, you dig? Y'all know it never stops. We never sleep at Studio E. The end of season four, guaranteed to be a barn burner. We ain't letting y'all down. But as y'all know, we've been running a little contest for the last couple weeks. Half cab heels. I know Safe ain't got them. I ain't really got them either, but there's some people out there... They got themselves some variations, my man. We didn't get the uh, half-cap heel crooks reverb like we would have liked, but a couple crooked grinds in there. You want to uh, do the honors of announcing the winner or what? First of all, I stopped listening after you said I ain't got half-cap heels. You How don't, dare bro. you? We try. <laughs> Let's not talk about well, my it. My trucks right? were fucked when we were trying <laughs> to film that flat ground. Eh? Yeah. Working on a half-cap heel on flat for 45 minutes, man. Yeah, my trucks were jacked. I got a new complete. I can't skate yet, but... Colavecchia, don't worry. As soon as I'm back from my ankle surgery, <laughs> I do up there. <laughs> Yo, while we're on Colavecchia real quick, man, this guy needs to show himself, bro. We need to hear from him. It's been too long. Adam C., holla at your boys. But back to what it is. Tell him who won. Yo, it's the young Dougie from Washington, D.C., Christian Morgan. 
half cab heel knows that pretty famous little outledge thing with the nice little edit we'll throw it on our instagram shouts to you we'll uh get in your dms and uh figure out how to get you that box yeah dang my man killed it with the edit y'all gonna love this one christian morgan big ups dog half cab heel winner all right back to the regular show y'all know what it is make sure to like us on facebook at the bunt follow us on instagram at the bun live keep sending them emails in to the bun live at gmail.com the post office never sleeps and uh where else can they holler at us fam yo itunes blood five star rating five star general help us climb the fucking thing tell your friend to tell his friend the bunt is where it's at you know what i'm saying it's time to fucking listen to all the episodes from the start again because we're gonna take a little <laughs> break you dang all right <laughs> So it's the time of the show where we talk about our guests and why we wanted to have them on. First of all, I want to say big thanks to Lil B for making taking the time. He's driving from San Diego or uh, driving from LA to San Diego. Did the interview in the Whippas. Heavy data popping off for the <laughs> FaceTime. My man, huge respects. But dude, what do we really got to say about Lil B? I've been watching him since Fulfill the Dream. The Goonie of Sin, the best switch hard flip I've ever seen in my life down Carlsbad. If you don't know Little B, y'all need to do your research. I was at the skate park the other day with Chris Shannon. Sorry to throw you under the bus, but I told him we were interviewing Little B and the guy didn't know who he was. My God, these kids, man, you got to put some respect on Little B's name. The youth these days, man, they ain't historians. They don't know what the fuck popped, but I guess we probably don't know a lot of shit from like... 10 years before our time yeah but. that's true when, when <laughs> my crank hit us with that sheep shoes and we're like duh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it happens it happens but little b realist in the game straight legend fuck when i started skating there wasn't many black skaters in the mags and in the videos so definitely always had extra love for the og black skaters he's uh still doing it at a high level these days straight legend he's been through a lot so it's just sick to fucking see him doing so well filming a next video part can't stop won't stop brandon turner yo real one let's get it let's get it all right man let's get it going we got brandon turner aka little b in the building my man was cracking uh man i'm just chilling in uh, this la traffic right now you know Going back to Dago. How y'all doing? We good. We good. Up here enjoying enjoying summer in T-Dot, man. Yo, how do you feel about the new Lil B's, man? You were always Lil B, and then all of a sudden, these rappers start coming along and shit, taking your nickname. <laughs> it's all good, man. They're doing their thing. Shit, I love it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I told my buddy yesterday, I'm like, yo, we're going to interview Lil B tomorrow. And he's like, no way. Like base god and oh. i'm like nah b are you kidding me I'm talking the og little b the real little b <laughs> no t and little b running this shit shit that's funny yeah little b is funny though <laughs> that shit that shit has me dying that shit's hilarious <laughs> so we start every every interview off the same what's your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment probably the first time i landed a kickflip in japan in japan yeah. Oh, damn. I grew up in Japan. How'd that come about? Yeah, yeah. I grew up in Japan. Yeah. That's where I. Um, that's where I really started skating at. Damn. Everyone remembers their first kickflip, babe. Eh? 
So yeah. uh, what about sports moment? You have a favorite sports moment? It's probably have to be Jordan, you know? Jordan free throw dunk, definitely. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, that was heavy. You're saying you started really skating in Japan. What's the story there on moving there and getting into skating? Um, so my dad just got stationed out there, and then I was just, I was out there, and I, I always played basketball and, like, soccer, and I was doing that, and, like, um, you know, with basketball, everyone's, like, everyone's dunking and starting to get taller, and I was like, fuck that. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then uh, I played soccer, and then I finally, um, finally got a board, and I was like, yeah, this is, this is where it's at. No coaches. I think everybody who, uh, who starts skating that uh, played team sports definitely loves that aspect of, uh, of skateboarding, man. No old man's yelling at you, telling you what to do. Yeah, you know, because it's up to you, you know? So I was feeling that from the jump. For sure. So so how did you uh, first end up getting sponsored, and, and who was your first sponsor? Uh, my first sponsor was Wild Boys Skate Shop in Japan. Uh, my first board sponsor was Voice Skateboards. That came about because when I moved back from Japan, I went to Peter Smolik's house and like knocked on his door because I remembered him before I left. You know, when I was little, I used to look, you know, he was like, you know, the one everyone looked up to. And I just started skating with him and then um, him and Canton Russell and then we started Voice. So. Damn, you skating with Canton Russell back in the day? That's where you got your oh, gnarliness yeah. from or what? <laughs> Oh, yeah, he, yeah, they was definitely, I don't know, people don't do it too much nowadays, but, like, you know, that he used to throw up bread, you know, for tricks down big stuff, you know, he'd be like, yo, you do this, $300, and I was, like, 13, like, oh, yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> was there much of a skate scene in Japan that seemed so random, like, that long ago? No, nah, it was huge, it was huge in Japan. That's crazy, yeah. I would have never thought. Like, like, plazas and stuff, you know, before before the plazas, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was, yeah, it was cool. You know, it was, it was, you know, it was the best experience ever, you know? And that's, uh, you know, I just, I just learned Japanese and just like, just, you know, and then, cause we were living on like the Naval base out there after, we're on the economy first, went to the Naval base and no one really skated on the Naval base. So I was just out in the economy all day, like just with, with the Japanese, just skating, you know? So Fulfill the Dream was the first skate video I ever saw. Left a lasting impression on me for sure. What were the early days on Shorties like? Oh man, it was it was insane. You know, from voice to Shorties, you know, Chad called me, asked me to get on uh, Shorties and it was just like, it was amazing. When I first got my box, like it was just like crazy because it was just like everything in there. Like boards, bearings, grip tape, bushings, everything, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh, this is what I'm talking about. It was like, I remember, I remember my first box. I was tripping. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you guys skate a lot together as a team? Oh yeah, that's that's what made Shorties Shorties because the owner of like Shorties and his wife, you know, they they started Shorties by just like cutting bolts in half and bagging them and stapling them, you know. So they were like. You know, they 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 were grinders, and he had a fat crib up in Santa Barbara, and we would always, uh, every week, pretty much, we'd all get together and barbecue, and 
you know, pool. He had a mini ramp at his house, you know, games, all that, like a, a team room. So we were always together just like in the van skating, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like real tight. We were, we were all, all together all the time, you know? Yeah, you could kind of see it in the videos just that you guys are actually homies, not just like random dudes thrown on a team. Yeah, it's different now, you know, people try to say family this, family that, whatever, but it's sometimes it is, but you you, you can see right through it, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Speaking of family back then, uh, what's cracking with the legend Steve Olsen these days? Dude, oh my God, I was just talking to uh, Chad about it, like, I guess, <laughs> dude, Steve, Steve Olsen's like the illest motherfucker ever, dude. <laughs> He's dude. I got endless stories, but uh, he's he's rapping now, and uh, they're going on like he's like going on tours, like rapping, and I guess he has like a it's like a tour with like a, so he's the rapper, and then they have a yoga instruct or a yoga person, <laughs> and then and then a fucking conspiracy theorist and like. It's someone else, like, and it's like a tour. <laughs> wow. So they just go and, like, set up at parks and, like, oh, and someone who plays music. So they just go put posts on Facebook and, like, show up at parks and he'll be rapping. The girl will be doing yoga. And then the conspiracy theorists will be over here talking to some people. It's just crazy. <laughs> that sounds insane. If I had to guess... And you said those were the three options. I would have guessed he was the yoga instructor first, conspiracy <laughs> theorist second, and rapper Dude, third. He, he's probably doing yoga while rapping. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> put it past him, man. Yeah, we miss him in nah, the skate world, amazing, man. Dude. Board sliding off roofs and shit. So what's the story behind riding for Osiris, parting ways with them, and then getting back on a few years later? We just, um, you know, ran its course, and I was kind of chilling. So whatever, we just parted ways, and then, um, you know, I was just skating. You know, I got out of prison and stuff, and then Brian Reed hit, hit me up. He was just like, oh, we're, we're talking about doing, like, a, you know, revamp, like, re- releasing, like, you know, newer, you know, you're, uh, like, releasing some of the old shoes and, like, kind of, like, new age style. And I was like, yeah, whatever, I'm down, you know. So we just made it, we made it happen like that. So you still on right now? I know the D3s are back out and popping. You skating <laughs> yeah, those bad boys? Nah, I don't, I don't skate the D- D3s. I never have. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm still on them. And, you know, I got a couple of shoes. They call like they're called like revolts, whatever. They're on the site, OsirisShoes.com. So, where this was really yeah, good. Just, stuff. It's cool. They 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 get they give me like some creative control. I get to design shoes and stuff. So that's good. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's sick. Taking care of their veteran riders. Though. Yeah, skateboarding's changed so much. You know, it's all uh, Adidas, Nike, New Balance, and you know all that. You know, so it's like. The, the skate the skater owned companies is like there's not really any any more of them you know what I mean mm-hmm. besides like ES and Osiris like that's like pretty much the only companies that are skater owned in the shoe game definitely yeah there's not yeah, too many have a, 
Yeah, that that uh, they haven't like sold or whatever, you know. Yeah. It can't be easy, man, to be one of the little guys in the shoe company when you got those big giants pushing you around. Yeah, it's not, eh, man. It's, it's all about the money, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when you're, like, huge companies like that, you can't really compete, you know? You gave us one story, but what's uh, what's one of the craziest things you and Smolik have ever done together? Oh, my gosh, dude. Craziest stories me and him done. I don't even know if I can talk about some of that. <laughs> <laughs> We're rated R on this podcast. It's all good. You can say whatever. Rated R, huh? Well, I don't know. I mean, there's cra- there's a couple. All right, this fool almost drowned in Hawaii. You know, he jumped off of this like cliff into this thing, and it was a uh, into the into the water into this cave, and it was a tiger shark cave. And one of the uh, islanders from like Wolfpack or whatever, like, how does Cause we wanted to go jump off cliffs, but it was seriously like where the tiger, like they knew where the tiger sharks were, you know? And like, he's like, oh, after we're done, he's like, oh yeah, it's a test of manhood, whatever. But he didn't tell us, but Peter almost drowned. That was pretty crazy, you know? Fuck. Why you can't swim? Yeah. No, it's, no, since the, like Hawaii is crazy. The water's ruthless. And then you had to wait for the water to like rise and then you had to time it and just jump on the rock otherwise there's no way there's like big rocks you know there's no way to climb up you know (laughs) so he was just getting thrashed into the rocks jesus and and the guy who who works there or lives there said it was a test of his manhood yeah yeah he's all no we people jump in there for a test of manhood i guess his dad uh got ate by a tiger tiger shark in there whatever and that's where they hang and he was like oh he's like don't worry um he's like you jump and make a big splash and they swim swim away and then they come back i was like oh yeah right (laughs) (laughs) you jumped in there too yeah yeah i jumped in once that was it are you nuts yeah no i i didn't know he didn't tell us till afterwards (laughs) oh my god (laughs) he was trying to take y'all out man (laughs) no and then he's like look you see them swimming down there like and then you could see like big ash, like you can see him swimming down there. Jeez, that's, that's fucked up, bro. So, yeah, that's amongst that, amongst that, Peter, just like, I uh, just thrashing. Like, I woke up one time and I was like, I had like my bed on, like my hotel bed on top of me. Everything was, every single thing was broke in the hotel room. <laughs> And he threw the TV out the window. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, he's not. There's just like endless, endless stories. You know what I mean? The man can turn up, eh? No, we went to Spain, and for a month, and I, I only seen him sleep twice. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Like, like he would not go to sleep. He was party all night, and then come be on the balcony on Skype just with the music on with people just Skype life <laughs> <laughs> wow that's savage so you rode for shorties for a long time I made some good friends over there with the team guys and behind the scenes what was going on with the company when it started to uh, go under um, just like the camaraderie with everyone everyone started doing their own thing you know and um just that that family aspect that we had before was just um 
we just stopped meeting up every weekend and barbecuing and it just like started like falling apart you know what i mean and then that's what that's what happened mm. you know all good things got to come to an end i guess right so the business was doing it was doing well still as a company and like the team just started to fall apart um not so much with that i think it was something with the owner and chad or some probably probably somewhat money or something you know oh, okay you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know what happened, but until it was just like, you know, I was just doing my own thing, but we stopped, you know, going on trips all together, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it would just be like some of us, and that's just what happened. People just, like, I guess people just grew grew out of it or whatever. No one really, I don't know. It probably, it had to do something with Chad and the owner, definitely. Yeah, and then, you know, eventually at some point, then someone send uh, Smolik a letter saying he did nothing for the company. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, we were in Vancouver when I when I found out that, and they're like, "Oh, we got some bad news, whatever." Yeah, and they sent him. Yeah, they sent him a letter. That's when stuff started kind of fizzling out, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he. I mean, other than Chad, obviously carrying the whole thing, Peter Smolik was like. You know, like the Kobe to, to Shaq, like he was as much a part of it as anyone and like building that up. It's kind of weird. An anonymous letter yeah, saying yeah. you didn't do anything for this company, you're done. It's so odd. Yeah, I think it meant like that he wasn't doing anything at the time, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. So what was your relationship with Chad yeah. like? You guys still tight now? Yeah, yeah, we're trying, I was just with him. He just... Uh, he just did some stuff for um, what's that show called? Whatever. But we just met up in Mission Beach like a like a week ago. Nice, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Me, him, and Smaller all got together. We went and ate and stuff. It was yeah, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my boy. Lifelong friends, man. Yep, he's doing art, doing his thing in LA. You know, designing shoes, making beats. That'd be a session I'd want to see. Uh, the three of you guys now, fucking still shredding. Um, I think he has like a little back injury, so but he wants to skate bad, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think he just doesn't want to. He doesn't like surgeries, and like they want him to get a surgery, like, and he doesn't want to do it. Uh, so. Well, yeah, <laughs> back surgeries are notoriously sketchy for like making you worse than before. So I don't know. That's scary. Yeah, it's it's sketch. So yeah, all that stuff with shorties was happening at the same time. Smolik was kind of already on the low having a vision for skate mafia once that officially happened what made you want to switch it up and ride for skate mafia going forward well because smoke's my brother and like it wasn't the same over at shorties you know we had new people on which was cool and everything but it wasn't the same you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just better to you know keep it moving uh looks like you made the right choice i mean Skate Mafia is still popping. Shorties is long gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, but um, yeah, it's it's cool. You know, I just I just skate. You know, period. No matter what's going on, I don't, I don't. All that stuff doesn't really matter to me. It's cool. Like people pay attention, all that, whatever. But I I skate because I want to, and it's that's my freedom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't I didn't get I got into skating for the fact that I didn't want to listen to anyone or I wanted to do my own thing. So. Skating is just about having fun to me, and I don't care about 
whatever what you're wearing or shoes or any of that bullshit that everyone cares about i'm just like i'm i'm just i'm gonna skate regardless i don't care you know what i mean so can you give us the play-by-play of the night you jumped off of a bridge running from the cops yeah i was um we were at like a bonfire party and i was like you know i already had a you know a bunch you know curfew tickets and stuff so there's only one way out of the the place and the cops were coming with their lights and stuff trying to bust up our party because we we're underage you know and we we're drinking and stuff so i hopped in the back of a pickup truck and like lay down and then uh i looked up and they were stopping all the cars and i'm like i didn't want to get in trouble so i was like fuck man so i hopped out of the pickup truck and i told the homies i was like hey yo just pick me up on the uh, on the bridge you know after you get out because i can't i can't be getting no more tickets like they know who i am you know what i mean and then uh i go run up onto the bridge and then like i seen like some lights coming up the bridge like and i'm like damn i'm like and i'm on the bridge and i'm like okay if i go because there's two two lanes on the bridge and i'm like okay they're coming up the bridge if i just hop over the center divider on the bridge and run down the other side they can't make a u-turn on the bridge Mm -hmm. right so i run across and i hop over and i realize that the fucking bridges are split and from the other side you couldn't tell that they were like far apart from each other so it was two different bridges but it looked like it was just like one you know That's insane. How much of a drop was that? It's 50 oh, feet. Jesus. So what happened when you hit the ground? Uh, I, when I jumped over, I just had enough time to think. I'm like, oh, it's over. I remember I just, I kept thinking like, oh, shit, I just got here. Like, you know what I mean? Talking about life, you know? I'm like, I just got here and it's already over, you know? Like, that's what I just, like, thought in my mind. Like, oh, life is so short, whatever. And then I was thinking, like, main thing was, like, um, nobody's really gonna know what happened You know what I mean Like no one's gonna know how I died You know <laughs> Like that's just what I was thinking Like people are gonna think Like who knows what they're gonna think But no one will know the real story That it was an accident yeah. You know So that's what was going through my head And then when I hit the ground Like I lost all my wind I landed on my feet And I just, When I caught my air I was like oh okay I'm good And I tried to move And my leg was Broke Oh my gosh It was the worst It was the worst pain ever Jesus hell. Christ! So you broke you broke one of your legs, and then how long were you chilling? Was it both your legs or one? No, just one. And then um, I was down there, and of course nobody was da- like down. Like it was dark, so but these Mexican dudes were down there fishing, and they're they're like they're like, "What are you doing, Holmes?" And I'm like, "I fell off the bridge. Like, help, please call an ambulance." And then uh, they're like. Um, they're like they looked up at the bridge and they're like you didn't fall off the bridge Holmes and I'm like I'm like yeah I did look at my leg I pulled it up and then um they called the ambulance and then the ambulance like it took them in to get there and they they cut off all my clothes right there and they're like we gotta go because we're not supposed to be here so (laughs) it's pretty crazy damn man so if those guys weren't there you might have been even more fucked eh yeah definitely I'll never forget that. Like, I'm cringing thinking about it. That shit was crazy. Yeah. Crazy story. So then what? You uh, just had to go through fucking physio and rehab and all that shit? It was crazy because they didn't even... Um, they didn't... I still have a lump on my shin from where I broke it. They didn't even do surgery. They 
gave me medication and then set the leg. They broke it back when I was awake. Oh, my gosh. Fuck. That was the worst shit ever. That's brutal, man. Can't even imagine that. But, yeah, I was I was in a cast for, like, um, yeah, a minute, like, up to my thigh. Yeah, I was chilling, so it's pretty crazy. Well, that's the gnarliest story we've probably ever heard yep. in all our interviews. <laughs> yeah, it was it was. What crazy. a fucking wild-ass bridge, man. Just fucking split right down the middle. Jesus. Yeah, they're like, but for, like from the other side of the bridge, it looks like it's just like a center divider, mm-hmm. you know? Like, there's... But when you get closer, like, I, I was, like, trying to get away from the cops. So I just ran across and just hopped over, not thinking, you know? Wow. Well, good thing you're an indestructible skater. Yeah. Like you said in your track. <laughs> yeah, hell Yeah. <laughs> It's funny you said that, dude. I just like I'm just dropping an EP too right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just yeah. showing my buddy uh, your part because I don't think he'd heard that before. But a lot of people try and you know do a sport or whatever and rap. But uh, you're one of the few who's actually actually a good rapper and a skater. So respect. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I just started a SoundCloud. You should check it out. Shout it out for sure. <laughs> we'll check it. It's just uh, B Turner, you know. And um, I don't know, it's like, you know, some weird SoundCloud code, but it's B Turner. It's the links in my bio, and um, on my Instagram, it's uh, B Turner underscore. Hell yeah, be definitely peeping that. But yeah, That's what's up? I'm, I'm hyped, you know. I used to have that your song from Guilty, like you know, back in the day when you had an MP3 player and you could only have like 12 songs on it. I had that one. For, yeah, for no, like people years. People don't know how easy they got it now, you know? <laughs> you know sure. I got hit by a car, got my leg broke and my head cracked. I'm an indestructible skater. That's just a minor setback. You heard I got hit by a car, got my leg broke and my head cracked. I'm an indestructible skater. That's just a minor setback. <laughs> oh, shit, you man. Saying? You know the fucking, you know the, the flow, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was That's epic. That's dope, man. Fucking respect, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, you know we had those skate that's videos so on sick. on repeat back in the day in the VCR. That's dope, dude. That's crazy. It's a lot of yeah. I don't know. A lot of people don't know that I was even me rapping over it. But yeah, I've been rapping for me. I never did like I did like mixtape stuff with people and stuff. But I never did like my own shit. So whatever. I'm I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm doing it right now. I'm dropping like a song a week on my Instagram and then just whatever SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever. Hell sick, yeah. man. That's dope. Looking forward to it. Uh, speaking Hell of yeah, uh, speaking of that part though, in that part of the song, shortly after you come through with the uh, switch hard flip, most iconic switch hard flip probably ever done. Take us behind the scenes <laughs> on the Carlsbad session and almost falling, riding up, and then just going bolts. Oh man, yeah, there's a crack right before, and I was just like, I was, you got to push hella fast to it, and there's a crack, and my wheel went in the crack, and I almost fell, and I'm just like. <laughs> I was just like, oh shit, you know, but whatever, it worked out. And I did it, I did it before that, that too. I did it another time, but I just like dragged my tail, you know, so that was the next try. Damn. Well, that made it better. That, that made it so oh, much yeah. more legendary. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> what was the battle like on that trick? Did it take a long time or you do it pretty quickly? Nah, it was, it was quick. It was a couple of tries. Ooh, damn. Most people have trouble with that spot, man, with the uphill landing. Yeah, it was uphill, yeah. It was like, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go around the corner, you know, like, because, like, Penny is one of my favorite skaters, and when he switched fronts, I flipped it. I'm like, how the hell did he go around the corner, you know? Because <laughs> people, people just, like, roll into the grass, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, nah, dude, it doesn't count unless you go around the corner. You gotta go, <laughs> you know? Dude, you took the corner <laughs> switch backside, too. That's insane. Yeah, because Smolik was, like, super hard on me, you know? He'd be like... He, he wasn't having it. He'd be like, it doesn't count. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Damn. That's nuts, man. Yeah, Johnny yeah, Layton told us that when he switched trade it, he wanted to, like, he wanted to go around the corner, too, but he just couldn't believe he landed it, so he's just like, fuck it, and went into the grass. Yeah. <laughs> techie on techie, the money come out of the cooler. cooler. Handling it like the ruler. ruler. Flipping the bread like the Rubik's. Rubik's. Don't come at me with the foolish. You're a switch tray captain, you know what I'm saying? One of the best switch trays. Done some legendary ones. You did it over both those rails, the San Diego famous ones. Shout out to you. But uh the huge one that you nolly that you uh you switch trade, you almost nolly boarded the rail. Are we ever gonna see you go back and finish that nolly board? I felt for you in the credits when you come so close and then you died on the next one. Well, I kind of felt like I did it. I just got robbed, you know, whatever, but I don't know. I mean, I, I what's crazy is I was thinking about that yesterday because we're doing another skate mafia video, and I'm like, I'm like, do I want to do that? I'm like, <laughs> hmm. I was just thinking about that yesterday. Yeah, uh, what is that thing? It's like a 15 or 17 or something crazy. No, it's an 18. Holy Ooh, hell! <laughs> Yo, you tried to nollie board an 18 <laughs> so long ago. That's like <laughs> that's fucked up, B. So when you were yeah, thinking about it, you you gonna run you gonna run it back or no? I don't know if I go there. I don't. I don't know if if I go there again. I will try it. <laughs> Jesus. Anyone, anyone in San Diego, take the man there. He's he said it himself. He's there. He's trying it. <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah, I did. I mean, I wish. You know, I don't know. I need some uh, some incentive, some hype, some type of hype. Yeah, we need to get Ken Russell out there with you, man. Drop three hundred on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about, dude. That's that's what motivates me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what what Transworld video was that Switch Tray in? I gotta go watch that again. Uh, I forgot which one it was. I was so fucked because I watched, uh, I think in the Skate Mafia and video, you Switch Tray over the smaller one into that bank. Yeah. And I, f I completely forgot that you did the bigger one, which is just ridiculous. Was it the last trick in the montage or something? Um, may Maybe. Maybe it was. I don't know. I don't remember. I only seen that video at the premiere. <laughs> Damn, well, that's an <laughs> underrated hammer, man. Yeah. Chris Cole, I remember Chris Cole was the first person I saw skate it, like into the mm -hmm. bank. He did half cab, and switch ollie. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, yeah. Chris and Lil Cole B just had to come through with the fucking switch fire. Tray. Damn. <laughs> Wes Kramer kind of fucking shits all over that spot too. Oh, of course. He switch hard flip everything. That's that's my boy right there. Fakey heel, switch front three. <laughs> fakey heel. Yeah. Switch yeah, front side flip. Yeah, fakey heel, dude. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, dude. So, uh, speaking of the new Skate Mafia video, how, how's it coming along, man? How's the part looking? It's good. He just, you know, the, I just got an email saying like, oh, whatever, um, September, August or something. So, whatever, I'm just going to go out and have fun and see what's up, you know? Just fucking go put down some shit, try to take some trips and ha handle it, you know? Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll work out. I got some things I, I want to do, you know? So, what's it like skating with uh, 
one-time skater of the year, Wes Kramer, man. How incredible is the guy? Yeah, Wes is the best, man. That's that's my that's my boy. He's grown now, but that's my little homie. You know, I know him since he's little. Um, yeah, he's killing it. He's dope. You know, effortless, just having fun. Just he's, he's sick. You know oh what yeah. I mean? just, what about just uh, chilling? One of my favorite skaters, Laurel Gray. Oh really, Laurel? Fucking, that's my boy too. We just got back from Spain. Sick. Yeah, I saw you three flip nose, man. He fucking Makba big drop on his instagram yeah, yeah we're just we're just going having fun you know yeah Laurel's dope chilling we're just we just be having fun you know bringing back those shorties vibes the team vibes yo the family like dog. skate mafia does it proper yeah 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 we got yeah we're we're all family it's all good you know you guys got to get uh my little homie mitch barrett down there he rides for skate mafia in canada he's in vancouver oh yeah hell yeah dude for sure anytime dude we we all just about having fun, you know, and skating with everyone. I don't even care. <laughs> That's what's up. Donald, I've been peeping your style lately, and it's getting a little wild, you dig? The colors are all over the place, the mixing and the matching. I think I might have to become your stylist and uh, take you back to the basics, son. My man, these days, one of the hardest things to find is just a nice, basic, plain t-shirt. You know, I'm just having too much trouble, dog. What do, what do you think I should do? Reggie, you ever heard of the Brixton Basic Premium Tee? No, I have not. It's the answer to all your problems, Hevs, and the reason none of these ladies be hollering back at you. It's time to step your style game up, blood. Buds, I always thought tie-dye was in. <laughs> Donald, just hop over to Brixton.com. They got you on the basic premium tee, the Henley tee, the pocket tee, and the baseball tee, and all the best colors you've ever laid your eyes on. My dude, back to school is just around the corner, so it sounds like the perfect time to head over to Brixton.com to holler at all those basics. Coming in custom fabrics, fits, and colors, I'm going to have to redo my whole wardrobe. That's what's up, man. Girls beware. Donald's coming in that basic tee. So you had an audio interview on Transworld talking about your time spent in jail. What was the gnarliest thing you remember about uh, those 13 months? Man, um, in prison, huh? It's fucking crazy, man. It's so bad. It's so, it's so bad. Here it's the worst. They don't, they don't treat the prisoners right. It's crazy. It's overcrowded. The craziest thing for me was I had to be in the hole for a month because it was overcrowded. <laughs> like Jesus. solitary confinement for no reason. Yeah, that's yeah, that's self-fed. Nothing. You got like, a shower once a week. You gotta like, we call it bird bath, and you have to just like shower out of the sink. Jesus. Holy it's fuck. horrible. Like people cr moaning through the vents and crazy people. It's it's the worst thing ever. It's the worst experience ever. So you got sent in there just because it was overcrowded? Like you, you showed up to the yeah. jail and that you couldn't go to like where you're supposed to, so they just put you in there? Yeah, absolutely. And then another crazy thing is like the craziest thing that happened or like, man, the craziest thing that happened is like when I first went to Chino. There's a lot of things, like there's nothing that takes anything. When you're like when you're in the hole, like it's crazy how much control some people have that are in a cell and they they're never able 
to leave how much control they have over the prison, how much control they have on the outside. You know what I mean? You have nothing to do. Like, you realize how powerful the mind is when you're, like, you have nothing to do but, like, think and read. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, there's people trapped in a cell that run the whole prison. It's crazy. That's fucked. And run shit outside here, too. It's crazy, you know? So, one thing is, like, hunger strike like if they're not treating you right or whatever they go on like like everyone will like you know there'll be kites and they'll hunger strike so you're already starving and then like so you're not not supposed to eat or like somebody will stab you like so you have to go like days without eating until they like get the committee to come and change you know the rules you want you know wow and you'll get stabbed if you fucking break the hunger strike oh yeah <laughs> that's fucked is it like it is in the TV shows with the, as soon as you get in there, you have to become affiliated with something or else you're on your own and you might get fucking well, stabbed? Well, you can, you can be a non-affiliate, but it is pretty much like that. They're like, you know, what, what are you, black? You know, if you're white, I mean, it's obvious, but like, oh, are you, you know, black, crip, black, white, wood, Southsider, Nathaniel, like, whatever. Like, where are you from? You know what I mean? And if you're like, oh, San Diego... And they're like, oh, okay, you're a non-affiliate. Some people take advantage of you, you know, because you don't, the gang's running, you know? Right. So were like, you all you need, good in there? You need protection? I ran that shit. <laughs> 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 what? Yep. Elaborate, yep. <laughs> please. What do, you, what do you mean? I just seen what it was and just took control. I became a, I became a clerk. I got a job as a clerk, so I had an office and I controlled... All the decades, decades are like, like, you know, passes to like church, whatever, work, job orders, whatever, everything you need to do. So everything that came through the prison, like I was right there and like con controlled it, like the phones, everything, you know, phone times. So if ever, anyone ever gave me a problem, like I just have them removed to like a wow. whole different facility. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I had my friend, I had my friend who was a crip there, so he from san diego who ran all that or who so i was i was good i was chilling you know word what what was like your last week like where you knew it was almost time to get out of there how how hyped were you how much was that a game changer getting out of there so no at first like prison's like crazy it's like wow but i wasn't in like regular prison for too long because i went to school and became a firefighter so i was able to leave so i went to fire camp and low level offenders if you're like a level one which i was you know there's four levels um i went to fire camp and did went to school did the training and then you leave prison you're free you just you just have to go work and then you you have a job as a firefighter in like a big camp there's camps like it, nobody knows this but in california like there's cal fire and la county and all that it's all prisoners who are the firefighters out here no you would way. never know you would never know because they're dressed like firefighters, you know? It's crazy. I've been to, like, three fire camps, and they're, like, mansions, you know? With everything. Gyms, theaters, <laughs> what the all the good food you can think. Damn. Weights, all that. Games, all that. Like, every, everything you can think. Jesus. Like, wood shops, er everything. And me and Donovan That's watched this show, Oz, that just made jails look like the biggest nightmare. And uh, Yeah, sometimes Oz, yeah, yeah. Sometimes people get fucked Oz. over right before they get out. Is that a real thing? Do people sometimes yeah. get fucked people up? Yeah, people like, if you, you never want to let anyone know when you're getting out because, like, 
Yeah, they can fuck, huh, Chris? Never. Yeah, you never let anyone know because they can fuck, they, someone can be jealous and they can fuck you over. It'll set you happens up. happens all the time. It happens all the time. Yeah, just out of spite, eh? No, they'll just, yeah, they'll just, like, put some drugs in your, in your locker or something and then tell the cops and you're done. Fucking Jesus. hell. Some people, they'll ask before they get out, they'll ask to go to the hole days before just to make sure. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, in regular, I would too. Like, or a riot happens, or something. You get more time. There's so many things that can happen. I can get you more time. That's fucked up. Glad to see you on the other side, man. Jesus. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm blessed, man. I'm switched up some things, and I'm. I'm just hyped to be doing, you know, what I love, and you know, just, just handle business. You know, I don't have time for that. Prisons for the birds. That shit is. And it's a business. It's all it is is business. It's all about the money. It's yeah. It's a privatized it industry down there, man. There oh, is actually people making sure. money off that, right? Yeah, and even like people are starving in there, and then the like people are starving in prison, and like the leftover food and shit they just like put in garbage bags and like sell it to the farms. You know what I mean? Right, anyway, it's enough. Enough about that. That shit is whacked. I can go on and on and on about it. It's crazy. <laughs> Enough about the prison talk. We'll move on. So you told us yeah. that Skate Mafia is dropping a video, but what else is next for Brandon Turner? I'm chilling, man. I got some businesses going, some partners, and just um, just skating and doing music. And got a daughter, you know, and taking care of her. She's 16, so just getting her ready, you know, for college and all that. And you know, I'm just trying to live life, man. What's next for me, seriously, is I want, I'm just like, I'm trying to go to all the chakras in the world. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? That's what I want to do. It's a good vibe. Yeah. I'm trying to get that connection, you know? No doubt. You know, just, you know, just always, you know, just keep it skating, have fun with the homies, and then, um, you know, just better myself, you know, any way I can. Oh, yeah. Keep dropping them rap tracks, man. Of course, all day long. My dog. It's a very special weekly occasion known as Rapid Fire with the Ghosts. And this week, we brought to you by Toronto's very own Adrift Skate Shop. And you know they got that summer polar clothing in. You know what I'm saying? Key units such as the cargo pants, them 90s jeans, you know what time it is. Our very own Wade D, you can catch him in the streets and them things, you dig? European made, top-notch quality. You already know what it is. Get over to Adrift and get that polar clothing. And if you can't get there in store, adriftshoponline.com is the place to be. Let's get it. You ready, Lil B? Favorite skater? Tom Penny. Favorite video? Goldfish. Favorite video part? Um, Tom Penny. High five. Favorite style? Gino Anucci. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Day one song. Favorite trick? Tray flip, switch hard flip. Hardest trick for you? Switch big spin flip. Most illegal trick? BVs. Body burials? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Nolly board down 16. No, switch board down 18. <laughs> switch hard flip Carlsbad, sorry, too. 
I have to say that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. One of them is a West Darkside cover. Worst bunt of your career. Oh man, kick flip melon on an extension of quarter pipe at Brooklyn Projects and I snapped my arm, putting my hand back. Oh, oh fuck. Best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? I switched tray down the six stairs six times in a row. <laughs> Peter wouldn't let me leave till I did it. <laughs> he said it's six stairs, you have to do it six times in a row. Damn. What's the one trick that got away? Oh, uh, yeah, Nollyboard 18. What's the last new trick you learned? Probably switchback smiths. A little Brian Wenning action? If you never started skating, what would you be doing? I'd probably be dead. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Who's your guilty pleasure skater? What's his name? With the, with the mustache. <laughs> Richie Jackson? Yeah, dude. He's fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Richie Jackson. <laughs> Favorite local brand? R.O.P. Real Life Pillage. <laughs> Favorite local skater? Lefty. Favorite teammate ever? Definitely Smolik and Sammy Baptista. Sammy Baptista. Worst company? Fucking Swivel. <laughs> swivel bearings? <laughs> uh, worst trend? Uh, the BVs. <laughs> Back at it. Worst style? Oh, definitely fucking Andy McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Just buried him. Last person you want on the sesh? Just fucking posers. <laughs> I fucks with that. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up our interview with Lil B. My man, thank you so much for uh, making some time for us and talking to us here in Studio E. No, thank you. Thank you so much, man. Hopefully I'm making it into Canada. Hopefully they won't stop me at the airport and uh, fly me back next time. <laughs> well, we'll do what we can to make sure you get through, dog. Hey, anything you can, man. Holler at Drake or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the homie. That's safe as good homie, so we'll, we'll make the connection. All right, brother. Thanks, player. Good shit. Thank you. Thanks, man. Legend. Alright y'all, it's time for the post office, brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week it's all about the Mark Gonzalez stance collaboration. Mark Gonzalez is a true pioneer in every sense of the word. With the title most influential skateboarder of all time, he has shaped how the world looks at skateboarding for generations to come. The man has linked up with Stance, our favorite socks, to give you guys a collection that y'all must cop. I'ma have mine on, the ghost has his, Ant's one behind the scenes as is on too. If y'all don't get it, that's your own fault. Let's get into the post office. You've got mail. All right, first up we got an email from Ryan Duffy. We've all heard about the best, now give us the worst switch trays caught on film or whoever just does them horribly. Feel free to fire shots and throw anyone under the bus. All right, I'm gonna keep this one close to home because it immediately popped into my head. No hatred towards the guy, but it's gotta be Brandon Del Bianco. <laughs> Never a big fan of that switch tray. 
Uh, he got them better later, but I agree. Okay. Like young Young Binko had the nasty heel clicker. Yeah. Hey, it's just, man, I can't even do the damn thing, so no disrespect for me, shit. The one he did down Commerce 10 was disgusting. Like his heels <laughs> were we together Thank all you. the way, floating through the air. But then he got him better. He got that spread eagle pop in. He did Commerce 5 sidewalk properly. I'm going to go with fucking Jeremy Rogers, you dig? I can dig that. He's got he's done some big ones, but they're kind of gross. His feet aren't nice it's and like spread It's like a similar out. to uh, Binko one, man. They just don't get the, the proper form. Yeah, because the problem is he opens his shoulders, if you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> break, when, break it down for when us. When Jeremy Rogers does it, <laughs> a good switch tray is when you stay parallel. If your shoulders stay parallel, like in line with the board, you're good. But when you open your shoulders front side... They start to get uglier and like more forced. Pay attention, kids. Watch Jeremy Rogers' last trick, DVS maybe. He switched trays at like 12 stair or something. And his shoulders are just wide open. Dutty things. Next up, we got an email from Neil Doyle. Fandom for the mandem. <laughs> what up, Nugs? This is at Booming 101. Shout out from Ireland. Yeah. Ooh, the motherland. Love the show, bringing the real talk every episode. All the OG interviews, so sick. The Canada homie interviews, even better. Spraying mad verbal bullets, and you all take the shit talk so well. Comebacks for days. Yo, shouts to you, Neil. Mm -hmm. Just a couple quick questions. What's your preference, flipping in or flipping out of ledge tricks? And which one of you guys owns the other on that shit? And then what's your preference to see in videos? Well, I'm going to just come out and say I own the flip-in on Dono's eyes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I definitely ain't flipping into nothing, man. He hasn't flipped into a trick in a couple of years, I bet. <laughs> the last one was probably the original Adrift video. Once I got that flip back 80, I was out, man. Yo, it's so funny you said that because as soon as I read the question, I was like, the last thing I remember you flipping into was kickback 50 front 180. That was it, on man. On a picnic table off a, off a thing. I mean, I flipped into like one or two manuals recently, but... Yeah, he said let's no, trick let's specifically <laughs> come on bro nah so clearly save it takes the cake on that one um what is our preference flipping in or flipping out i like flipping in more because flipping out there's a lot more higher chance of it being sloppy yeah smacking the ground yeah. uh that shit is taking over right now too like i <laughs> trick i hate most and my, I might even call this shit illegal or the, all the crooks nolly flips, man. I hate seeing flips coming out of pinches, but that's just me. I'm going with flipping in as well, just because it's so goddamn hard. Yeah, I don't I don't like any of the crooks nolly 180 flip stuff. A straight crook nolly flip done properly, I don't mind. And a sweet, a straight switch crook fakie flip, I don't mind. I don't like half cap. Yeah, that one's kind of dope. Big flips out. Oh, big flip, dog. Yeah, definitely like flipping more. Actually, if it's like a flip out of a grind, like a straight grind, like I like nose grind nollie flips. Stuff, yeah, fakie five O's. Or like, yeah, switch back nose grind fakie flip. like that one. Yeah, I still prefer flipping in. It's our preference personally and in videos. I've only, Duncan McNaughton called me out one time and he was like, yo, I've never seen you flip out of a slide. And then I had like. Have you? I had a panic attack on the spot. I was like, you're right. This was a couple years ago. I was like, how have I been skating this long? Never flipped out of a slide. And then I learned switch tail, switch heel on the spot right after he called me out. I've never flipped out of a slide. Oh, I've done front board kickflip back in the day. So I'll take that. 
Greasy. Damn, I can't even get a no side nollie flip, eh? You ever flip out of a grind? Yeah. I did other, a fake- than, other than 50-50 kick flip? Yeah, I did a fakie 5-0 fakie flip one time. Oh, The okay. lock of sin. Okay. And I've done 5-0 kick flip too. That's respect. And Smith kick flip. Come on, man. I got okay, all sorts okay. of flip tricks. <laughs> Just stop me now, all right? Before we get, get right. too crazy here. All right. Yo, thanks for the email, Neil. All right, next up, we got an email from Evan Paccio. Uh, Pacheco. Niggies, first just want to shout my man Reed Cash for putting me on the bunt. First listened to the Jake Phelps episode and been hooked since. Being from Jersey, it was sick that he got wedding on. He skates my local park and it's good to see him back on the board more often and staying positive. My question is for the ghost. Oh shit, I don't even get to answer this one player. <laughs> What's your favorite wedding line of all time? Peace. Damn, bruh. No, you can answer too. Oh, thanks, dog. I'm gonna go with... <laughs> DC video, it's a toss-up between his two Mokba lines, but I just love the three tricks in the um, switch flip back tail, fakey crook, and then switch back 5-0 to the big drop. That was just the best trick selection, flawless execution, but I also really, really like the uh, nolly back nose grind pop-out, perfect nolly backside flip on flat, and switch front shove back 5-0 to the hunchback steez of pain. <laughs> so good. Of pain. All right, I'm going to go with uh, one from Photosynthesis. Toss up between two as well. I can't decide, but I'm going to go with the back nose grind. Pop out, nollie back heel, then switch back tail shove. Real shit. Feeling it. Real shit. Line master, trick selection master. Next up, we got an email from the one and only Wheelie B, a.k.a. Wheelie Time Pen, a.k.a. (laughs) William Davis. Love the show. This physics question started hurting my brain recently. What is the maximum velocity of a Mitch Barrett nose manual? Theoretically, how many stairs could he go down out of that nose manual? Oh, man. Well, we had Mitch on the show, and he specifically told us that he is not done with the nose manny nolly heel yet. So hey, maybe he's stepping he up now. something big, man. Did you see what yeah, he did? Yeah, I saw the Terry Fox one, but I, I still think he's got, he's got a bigger one in him. That's he, gnarly, man. That is, yeah. And he had one pant leg rolled up. <laughs> Biting Wade Stee. We see you, Mitch. That was pretty gnarly. Nose Manny, Nolly Heel, a fucking over a seven stair. Like, that is gnarly. I would be hyped just to Nolly Heel with seven these days. Ben is saying just nose manual, though, in the question, but we automatically add the Nolly Heel. Yeah, in. so if he could nose Manny, Nolly Heel, a seven stair, I bet you he could nose Manny a ten stair, which is pretty <laughs> crazy. To yeah, think tough about. to think, man. I think Mitch. Yeah, he's got he's got a big one in store for us sometime soon. So yeah, Mitch, I don't know. Let's see it, man. Nose Manny attends there for us. Next up, we got an email from Dave Delfino. Whew, my dog. Two-part question. Number one, Lonzo and LeVar Ball going to LA marks the birth of, without a doubt, the next biggest brand in sports, the big baller brand. When Papa Ball's company reaches a Nike or Adidas status and LeVar expands into skating, who is going to be the first to ride for the big baller brand? <laughs> Damn, that's a good question, dog. That's going to be... It's got to be someone with some personality. Yeah, and it's also got to be like someone kooky as hell. Oh, yeah. Forrest. Forrest Edwards. Could pop. Damn, imagine Nija. Oh, God. I, yo, I actually don't mind the shoes. Chris Joslin. The big baller brand shoes. Just the name is so fucked, man. Terrible. <laughs> so unnecessary. Like, why does it have to say brand? We get it. Them shoes? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, we know it's a brand. It should just be big baller. Or three Bs, yeah. Oh, this is the three Bs, man. They're gonna ban themselves. All right, so what do we say? Nigel, maybe Forrest, 
Maybe TK. Who knows, man? True. Maybe Chris Joslin. Oh, God. That guy's <laughs> fucked, man. I can't. His skating is ridiculous. All right. Next question. Who would be a worst team manager, Jamie Thomas or LeVar Ball? <laughs> Another good question, man. I mean, LeVar is definitely uh, creating a media circus around his family, which is probably doing pretty well for their bank account, you know? I just saw the whole family on Monday Night Raw last week. That couldn't have come cheap. Jamie Thomas seems like he's uh, on a sinking ship over there at zero that isn't making very much money, so... Might have to go with Jamie Thomas on this one. Damn, B, you're cold. I ain't, I ain't even saying a damn word about the Chief, dog. I'm shook. Might come, might come after me. But LeVar Ball, yeah, that's a. I'm going to just plead the fifth on this one. Did answer the question, dog. <laughs> Fuck off. Where's TM? I don't know. I don't know enough about LeVar Ball, like what we've, he's like. We've seen a lot. I know, but like apparently he's great with kids and stuff. Like he does Behind a lot. Behind closed doors? Yeah, he's like, you know, training like 20 kids from the neighborhood. Like, so say, just randomly. say Jamie then, man. LeVar sounds great. <laughs> I don't like listening to, to gossip and judging people based on gossip. So I'll just go with LeVar Ball because oh, that can't so get back to safe, me. So safe, bro. <laughs> Shouts to the Chiefs, though. Fair enough. All right, next up, we got an email from Reed McDevitt. Favorite Toronto spot. It was good still. Huge fan of the podcast. I'm a Scarborough native myself, so I love when Donald talked about his favorite high school spots, mentioning the Plaza, Danforth, and Birchmount. My man. <laughs> My question is, what are your three favorite spots to skate in Toronto? Cheers. See you at Dunbad soon. Yo, real shit. Say what up at Dunbat, you dick. Real talk, Reed. What you got, yo? Three favorites. Dumbat. Dumbat and Dumbat. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. If I had to pick three street spots, shit, I don't even have very many that I like here. Been skating them for too long. I'll go with the pond. It includes inside and out. My second one is definitely an ode to the old days. I'm gonna go with Earl Hag. Classic big two and then couple different size ledges on the side wish we still had that one around and then my third and final one should i had it and i lost it for a sec i'll just go with cbc as much as i hate it man it is what it is it's so good it's so trash you mean uh i'm gonna go with cbc7 indoor <laughs> oh yeah here we go quick bust but i like skating indoor perfect stairs i've never even been to this spot but it looks dope that central tech oh shit me too it looks dope Let's drive by it today. And I hate all Toronto spots these days, so I got to shout out that new one that looks good because I'll probably like it more than the ones that I hate. And um, Skate Loft 2.0, yo. Real talk. In the works. Look out for that one. Skate Loft. <laughs> That's your favorite Toronto spot in unbuilt skate park. <laughs> I hate Toronto's skating. Holy man. shit. Unless you're Bobby. I don't know how the fuck you get clips in this city. Yeah, man. Watch Hunt. That's the best we got. All right, Joe. It's time for the rundown. The skateboard world source for the big three sports. And now we got Mike Henry running some soccer talk. So it's free agent frenzy time. But before we get into that in the NBA news, we got to talk about the awards a little bit. Saifa, what happened to the bearded one, man? Did he go home with any hardware or what? I felt bad for the bearded one. I thought he should have been MVP, still do. Everyone lost their minds over two rebounds, a game more that Westbrook got. 
James averaged 29, 11, and 8. Two rebounds shy of averaging a triple-double. And his team was much better, made his teammates better, beat the Thunder in the playoffs. Clearly my MVP. He got robbed two years ago. Steph Curry won it. Or no, I, I thought Steph should have won because they reward winning. And Harden didn't get MVP two years ago. Sorry, three years ago now because his team didn't win. This year, boom, third best record in the West. Wins, has the numbers, even better numbers than three seasons ago. And they give it to the equivalent of James Harden three years ago. Okay, okay. All that it. being said, Beastbrook is your MVP. You dig I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta you gotta give the man some credit, Doc. He was out there by himself, it seemed. Had uh I guess he had Ennis Cantor and uh Steven Adams, you know, but buddy, the guy did it alone. All right. I gave him some goddamn credit. Steasiest guy in the league too. There would have been an uproar if he didn't win it. Exactly. But 42 triple doubles. People were just tripping off. Dude, James Harden led the league in double doubles. That's great. He fucking had we're talking like 30 triple doubles. Triple. It was he, the year of the triple yeah. double, man. And Harden had like 20 or 30 of them himself. Yeah, but, but he didn't it's have just 42. A, it's just this fucking, we like round numbers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, 10, yeah, 10, got 10, 10. Bro. 10, 10, and Fuck 10. It. That's Harden. Our MVP. Harden, right. I'm in your corner, blood. I got nothing against Harden either. I just knew that Westbrook was going to win. Uh, one other award that kind of cheesed me was the Rookie of the Year, Malcolm Brogdon. Why? Just because he ain't flashy. That's like Tim Duncan winning a championship no, man, or I an think MVP. You got to give it to the homie, Dario Saric, man. He's out there nah, running he, and gunning. I would have gave it Reggie, to Saric. I wasn't feeling you, Brogdon You drafted him in fantasy, and how quickly did you toss his ass? Yeah, quickly. Because he came up. He was flat. Then he turned for, up at the yeah, second half of the year. Malcolm not, Brogdon didn't do anything no, no, that no. special. It wasn't the second half of the year. It was like the last two months. The, it was the last the third of the year. It's me. not a third of the year award. Brogdon oh was good God. for... I would have gave it to either 76 or over Brogdon. I wasn't feeling Brogdon. Yeah, just because he's boring and like you don't like admit. Yeah, like, it, let me have my opinion. I know, dog. but admit I'm that has to nothing that. to do with basketball. It's yeah, just like, it does. I own Malcolm Brogdon in fantasy too. I just didn't think his game was anything that special. He and was, I thought both the other two okay. guys were our better talents, man. Okay, listen. Yeah, but it was about one season. Malcolm Brogdon was solid across the board. Had some really good months, but was solid from start to finish, and they made the playoffs. The most noting thing and about they made this, the playoffs. Yes, n thanks to the Greek freak, not him. Yeah, but he he went to a playoff team and okay. became a starter and had a real role and a real. Impact. All this tells me is that there was no real rookie of the year. It was just a yeah, it was a toss up. Yeah. Like Brogdon wasn't great, but no. he was. The like, is he your like, rookie of the year? No, when he won, who it, would you have chosen him? Uh, probably. Yeah. I wish I could have given it to him. If yeah, he played, obviously. if he played forty-five games, fifty games, no question, he was the best rookie by leaps and bounds. He just didn't play enough. Yeah. And then Saric, I'd say his second best, but he was only he had the best third of the year for a rookie. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But like, I, I, <laughs> I get it. I like both those players more than Brogdon long term. But I, th I think it made sense. Best, like most important role on a playoff team. Okay. I guess I agree with that. <laughs> um, one other one. Sixth man of the year. You agree with Eric Gordon or what? Just a quick one. Quick touch. Fuck yeah. Okay. It's a toss-up. And there's another one. Coach of the year. Mike Antoni or what? Uh, let's give it to him. Crazy science experiment. Putting hard in that point guard. Worked out. Um, fuck yeah. D'Antoni. All right. Let's get into the free agents. There was another trade. Wait, did we talk about this trade last week? I don't think so. We All we had was Jimmy Butler last week. Okay, so... Basically, OKC 
got Paul George for free. Gave away Victor Oladipo. He's guys getting schooled by little kids out there on Instagram. Wait, Oladipo? You mean Lude's second round pick oh, in the draft? That's just <laughs> that's sad. And Demontis Sabonis, whoever the hell that is. He's got a, no, he's a, got a bright him. future. Yeah, he's all right. He's a good player. But seriously, for Paul George, man, that's a disgrace. That's a disgrace. My question is, Boston, what the fuck are you waiting on? Oh, what the hell are you doing? They just holding on to those picks, man. Like, do something with them, bro. You guys, the window could close, man. But um, Paul George, OKC, people are all hyped up, but me and you have the same thought on this. And what is it? Hey, if you couldn't do it with Kevin Durant, what are you going to do with Paul George? <laughs> Not much, buddy. You know what I'm saying? He's better off alone. Russ just needs, he probably prefers playing with Oladipo and Sabonis. And you know what? You know what I'm thinking? Like, picture this. Remember Paul George, how much of an alpha he was in the last season and all that shit talk in the the media about his teammates like mm -hmm. i need that shot dog yeah like in those situations you got to get me that he's like huge ego and now he's going to a new team with the with biggest the ego. biggest ego in the entire nba how the fuck's it gonna work it's not late situations westbrook's gonna do his westbrook thing i could see paul george just being so over it and being like Demanding i should have stayed in indy for that but it wasn't his choice but like i feel like there might there might be some regrets and it might not be as smooth as people think we'll see it i'm just pissed that another star went to the west man that's yeah. all that is bothering me all right one more trade ricky rubio to utah for a first round pick any thoughts <laughs> no thoughts that just means george <laughs> george hill's packing his bags uh if if utah can keep hayward i like it if uh rubio can stay healthy i like george hill more but uh, that one's kind of a snoozer, whatever. All right, let's get into some free agent signings. Your man, Steph Curry, highest paid in the league. How you feeling? About time, man. He's been making scrub money or like mid-level money for the last few years. Two-time MVP, two championships. It's about time and uh, he deserves every damn penny. My uh, only thought is not for long. Russ gonna be there soon. Yeah, did you see LeBron's quote about like should get four hundred million? Yeah, it's a nice, nice thing to say. LeBron, fucking, he's a smart man. <laughs> Him and Chris Paul be controlling the league with yeah. Like, oh shit, jabs. we didn't, we forgot about that trade, the Chris Paul trade. I guess it was almost basically a signing, a free agent signing, but sign and trade. Who'd they get? Uh, who'd they get back for him? I think it was Patrick Beverly and someone else. Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, Sam Decker, who I like. Hey. Uh, if he can stay healthy, not a I bad think, haul. Yeah, it's a lot better than him just walking. Exactly. So and, how uh, you I feel think they about got a pick as well? How are Chris Paul and James Harden gonna gonna get it done together? Hey man, there's gonna be a lot of people talking about it and trying to picture it, but that's one of those ones where I'm just wait and see approach man two I point have guards. no idea just two point guards is all it is man no clue how that's gonna work okay back to the signings Blake Griffin saw his boy go he decides to stay in Los Angeles five years 173 million <laughs> he should have went somewhere too man you ain't winning nothing in in LA and it just shows me that he just wanted the money I'm kind of hyped the Clippers are gonna be irrelevant again soon <laughs> they are Lakers taking back over you know Lonzo era but they weren't going to be able to keep both. They lost the better player, and they had no choice but to max him out. And it's risky because he's fucking hurt every goddamn year. But if you lose both, if you lose both, you're, you're screwed. Not even making the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely, the Clippers aren't going to be on my league pass list next season. Were they this season? You hate them. I hate them. But like, you know, I'll watch a big game if it's like Clippers versus Warriors. You know, you're hyped. But yeah, like nah. now, it's just like, oh, the Blake and DeAndre bad. show. All right, next up, Drew Holiday stays in New Orleans. Five years, 126 million. Man got his cash. Shout out to you, Drew Holiday. 
team big them fan, but I don't I don't know I don't know how that that's gonna work this season. I <laughs> hope they got him to training camp early to figure out the twin tower situation. If they can get clicking, man, it's gonna be it, scary. It but could be, but it didn't look too good at the end of last year. I can't wait to do our playoff predictions because I don't even I don't think they make the playoffs next year. If man. they don't, that's a I colossal the T-wol- failure. The T wolves, the T wolves are getting shot. in. The T wolves are getting in. That's my new favorite team. Yeah, yeah, get on that wagon. Oh, I'm jumping on. All right, next up, I kind of like this one. JJ Redick, trusting the process. One year, 23 mil. That's not bad, man. I love it, man. Remember, I was telling you the day that that came out, I was like, Redick is going to get paid out his ass. Yeah, he did say that. It's kind of weird that he signed a one year. But that's a huge one year. It's It's, insane. Yeah, two years ago. I mean, Philly's got money to burn, right? In in Kobe's last season, to put it in perspective, because now the cap's crazy, but in Kobe's last season, I I believe he made 24, 25 million in one season, and he was the highest paid player in the NBA. Fast forward two years, JJ Reddick's getting 23 for one year. Gotta love JJ Reddick. He's got his own podcast. So he (laughs) became an even bigger fan. Get your money, Deggy. All right, fan favorite in TDOT. He wasn't here for too long. Wish he stayed around a little bit longer. PJ Tucker going to Houston. I think it's a big pickup for him. Huge pickup. They got Chris Paul, one of the best defenders at his position. Got PJ Tucker in there to come in and play some D when you need, Hart, you need those slacking. lunch pail workers, man. You need the guys that don't need the don't need the shine. Yeah. Well, yeah, those guys are probably going to be signing a lot of guys who play off the ball and yeah. play defense now and can shoot threes. Uh, so that's a great pickup for Houston. All right. Speaking of T dot, Sergi Baca stays three years, sixty five mil. I think it's a little bit of a bargain. Yo, all the talk about Ibaka these days is about his fucking birth certificate or lack thereof. Yeah. The rumors that he's a lot older than the Who cares how claims. old he is? What do you mean? Let's say, I don't know how old he's supposed what to be on paper. Mean? Let's say he's like 30, 31. Yeah. But imagine he's actually 34 and we just signed him to a three-year deal. Like, and the, guy's, the dude, guy looks like he has three years so, left. Some, some of these African players fall off a cliff, man. Yeah. Some of these, yo, Alajuan. <laughs> I don't know if he was, you know, the right age or whatever, but his skill just deteriorated overnight. He went from like MVP, finals MVP, one of the greatest of all time and just fell off a cliff. At least it's not like a huge contract. Three or 65 mil seems pretty reasonable. I know. I'm happy for the NBA. Because we got to stay in the arms race with the fucking... So I'm saying we're going to be... LeBron bounces, the the East is wide open. So Okay. And uh, another one that I'm not too happy about, but it is what it is. Fucking Kyle Lowry stays in TDOT. He's not going to win us anything, but win some games in the regular season, I guess. Hey, Bridge, I would be hyped. If, if you don't like Kyle Lowry, I would be hyped on this because the scary thing for him and Chris Paul is that they're 31 and 32. You sign them to a five-year deal where they're making like 40 million in their last season. Mm-hmm. You're going to reg- like he'll be 36 in his last year of the deep of the deal about to make so much money how do you trade that how do you get rid of that yeah he signed a three year so i think he'll he'll be in his prime so two years the next two years at least we're gonna have prime cal Lowry, like tail end of his prime but still and then we can see what happens after that i'm just glad it wasn't a five-year deal yeah and three I'm, years i'm surprised he, That's he didn't what I was go gonna for the say. fourth year i'm surprised he didn't try and make it longer all right next up one that me and you are both super excited about paul Millsap going to denver three years 90 million dollars man there's nobody left in atlanta but who gives a shit because the man's gonna get to play beside the joker how hyped are you for this one 
I'm hype, dude. Paul Millsap. <laughs> you know, you know, Paul Millsap is my guy. Yep. I've had him many years in fantasy. Love his game. Love what he brings to fucking whatever team he's Every on. Every team. He was dope in uh, Utah, coming up behind Carlos Boozer. Uh, you know, spread his wings, became an all-star in Atlanta. We were both kind of bummed that he got stuck with Dwight Howard there for a bit. Yeah, he, but he killed his role. Dog, him and the Joker, man. Like, Woo! I might like that combo this might be blasphemy to say it's just off the top are you going over the twin towers yeah <laughs> i might like Jokic and Millsap more than demarcus and anthony well Davis. i think they're a better fit to play with each other exactly. they just both love to like maybe not paul Millsap as much as the joker but the joker just loves to pass like, man bro like the joker seems like the nicest guy ever who's such an all-star that like he's like maybe i need to sit on the bench to yeah, start the game like, he just seems like the best guy reggie that dude is the future. I mean, him and Carl Anthony Towns and Porzingis, sky's the limit. Uh, Joe kicks, <clears throat> obviously the shit, but him and Millsap, man, that's a fucking dangerous duo. I'm going to say it right now. Welcome to the playoffs, Denver. You, <laughs> you were the ninth seed last season. Y'all just made some serious noise. I think uh, you just need a proper point guard because Moutier, you might be, you know, it might have to cut the cord on that, Nigi. There's a uh, couple out there, man. Yeah, man. But uh, you heard it here. So July 2nd prediction, Denver Nuggets in the playoffs. Fuck yeah, baby. I'd and love to T-Wolves. See it. Let's go. Oh, whew. let's get it. So I saved the best for last. My new squad, the Minnesota Timberwolves, shipping out Ricky Rubio, which I don't mind. Bringing in Jeff Teague, man. Three years, 57 million. So you can slide in there with the uh, with the new homies, Butler and Towns or what? I think so, man. A couple years ago when we saw the Hawks win 60 games, he was an all-star and he was able to play with a lot of firepower around him. He doesn't need the ball. He's like a Chris Paul light. He just plays plays the game the right way. He's quiet, unassuming. Perfect for that team. I think, I think it'll be a good look. I feel really bad for him actually because um, he was injured all last season coming off his all-star year. So he wasn't half the, as good as he was the year before and that's like yeah if he'd signed this deal a year before he probably would have signed like a giant contract but mm-hmm. uh, not the greatest yeah whatever and uh there was an amber alert out for this guy during the nba finals but i guess somehow he's resurfaced and signed himself a new contract kyle corver three years 22 million back to cleveland didn't make one shot in the finals but guy's got another 22 million and he gets to play with lebron again what are your thoughts on kyle i got mad love for kyle corver uh surprised i think he he left some money on the table for sure man him and jj reddick are like the same player yeah i mean reddick's younger after watching kyle corver in the finals man i'd take reddick no obviously 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 reddick's younger and and better right now corver's a better shooter still but um (laughs) you know getting around reddick's younger and more agile i think he left some money on the table to try and win it all again next year because he's arguably you know top five shooter in the league I think he could have got more money with how much the threes valued these days. Yeah. But, LeBron's uh, just got to fucking gas him up and pump his tires because his confidence was low. Yeah, it was, was ugly. He wasn't the same Kyle no. that we saw in the Hawks. All right, man. That's the last little bit of NBA news for the season. Any last words? Yeah, I just want to give a couple <laughs> shout-outs. to give a couple, a couple of shout-outs. Shout-outs to who? <laughs> my NBA brethren. Oh, my God. Shout-out to David West re-signing. Uh, about to be a back-to-back champion, one-year veteran minimum. Jesus. 
Shout out to Tony Snell somehow getting 46 million. I like that. The scrub of scrubs. Smart signing. Big shout out to Sean Livingston. Three years, 24 million. He could have left and got more as well, but he values winning. Got to respect that. Patty Mills got cash. Langston Galloway out of the D League to the Knicks, to the fucking Pelicans. Got himself a three-year deal. Love to see those D-League guys stick. Three-year deal. 21 million. Amir Johnson somehow got him 11 million from the Sixers. I we don't get it. We need to hire his agent. Yeah. That's a, lo- that's a locker room <laughs> presence thing. Research. That's a locker room presence thing. Oh. Here he's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, let's pay him 11 million. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams. Scrub. Don't know how he's still in the league. With all this free agent money. Like coming out of everyone's ass, he signed a one-year, two-point-seven million dollar deal. <laughs> That's like the lowest rookie of the year, man. I had him on my fantasy team uh, in his rookie season. Fuck, how the how the mighty have fallen. And the mighty. The last and biggest shout out I want to give is to my main man, Joe Ingles. Huge four-year deal to stay in Utah, fifty-two million. How? How? <laughs> Regin, injuries. He's one of those guys like. Uh, Biombo a couple years ago where it's like uh, you just need to you know thank Jonas Valanciunas for getting hurt and allowing you to yeah have that insane playoff run and sign that like insane deal he did with Orlando <laughs> same thing with Ingles they were riddled with injuries all throughout the season he ended up starting a bunch of games getting minutes plays the game the right way but I guarantee you if you don't know who Joe Ingles is and you saw him on the street you would just no. be like that's a random businessman like fucking it's the white Steph Curry man <laughs> He, he just does not look like a basketball player at all. And I got love for him, even though I've picked him up and dropped him so many times in fantasy for one game, rentals. Hey, that's a perfect and he guy. always fucks me over. No, he doesn't do anything when he's on your always team. Always fucks yeah. me over. He'll like he'll have like 16 points, four threes, and six steals. Yeah. And I'll, I'm like, oh, I need a steal and two threes. And he'll <laughs> play happening. like seven minutes and fucking get one rebound. But yo, shout out to you and your family. Because I don't know if you heard the story when he flew here. To come to the NBA for the first time, that the Clippers signed him or whatever, or were mm-hmm. like signing him, flies over, gets to LA, Doc Rivers cuts him while his wife's on the plane flying over. So she doesn't know, gets off the plane, like, hey, babe, like, we're done. You're not gonna see my first NBA game, actually, like, all fucked. His life's all upside down. The Jazz call him up. Boom, this was two years ago, I think. And, uh, 52 million later man wow shout out to you joe ingles well, he's flying his own plane now uh my last words for the nba season are michael carter williams with all this money flying around you need to find yourself a new agent bro <laughs> well that's a real <laughs> jesus talk, christ that guy needs to be fired all right hockey time man it's same time of year for hockey's free agent frenzy so okay. what'd you hear I heard um, Sidney Crosby's making it pop. Uh, he's drinking some champagne these days. Uh, that he is. Phil Kessel is too, man. He's eating well. <laughs> That's about all I heard. Uh, a couple big free agent signings. Well, uh, one was a re-signing. Carey Price getting paid in Montreal. I think it's a $10 million average the season, which is uh, four times as much as Michael Carter-Williams in the, NBA, <laughs> in the NHL's poor as hell. That's so you fuck it up. But Carey Price might be the best player in the league. The uh, Montreal Canadiens also got Carl Alsner on a big contract. That's a D-man that we needed. But the Leafs came through, got a forward from San Jose, Patrick Marlowe, three years. This uh, You got to play him beside Austin Matthews, and I think uh, the veteran presence will be nice. Damn, what else happened in the NHL? It's kind of hard when I'm talking to myself here, you know? <laughs> but uh, um, couple- Is Martin Broder still uh, making it pop? 
Baudelaire. Uh, they might have brought him back, yeah. Signed to the uh, Golden Knights, man. Uh, yeah, they need that veteran locker room presence. <laughs> they need that. They need that Amir Johnson. That only Broder could fucking holler at. Yeah, uh, we'll just pick back up on the NHL next season, season five. Don't Peter worry Sikora. about it. I love you, Doug. Oh, my God. Any last words for the NHL fans out there, bro? I just got to say uh, shout out to y'all NHL niggies, y'all real ones. You bust your asses and you don't make nearly enough money. Oh, we're talking to the players. Yeah. All right. Shouts to y'all. Met the, the homie, C. Stu, Chris Stewart, real one. So, you know, I got love for the NHL. It's a great grinder right there, man. You got to have love for the NHL. These guys put their ass on the line for what uh, we, we're calling it millions, but the other pro athletes are, they're not impressed. The NHL is fucking up either way, man. They don't know what they're doing. Combining the expansion draft and the award show in one, like you, you got months to kill here. <laughs> you should have you should have blown it up and made it something big, but. Speaking of shows, I, I thought Drake came out hot. He had a couple good zingers, but he kind of fizzled and I wasn't yeah. feeling his performance I always at the back NBA up show. Drizzy. And uh, I think he killed it at the award show. Came out, like you said, hot. I was dying when he was ripping all the players. The LeBron ball joke from 2007, especially like that one. But he definitely slowed down towards yeah, the end. That's got to be hard, man. I was cracking up. Uh, I loved when uh, my boys, Kenny Smith and shit, were, were chirping him back. Oh, yeah. And then the Shaq, Ghostwriter, the Shaq Ghostwriter. ruined the punchline on that one. Oh. He like said the Ghostwriter thing like 30 seconds too late. <laughs> The, my favorite part of the show was the get out skit, though. The guy playing Draymond on FaceTime was <laughs> yeah. hilarious, man. That was sick. All right. <clears throat> Shouts out to the sports world. Let's uh, holler at Mike Henry for a minute. Yeah, let's get it. Mike was popping with that footy chat. Oh, jeez. Yo, what's up, guys? Mike back again with a little bit of footy chat in it. Right. So the Confederations Cup just wrapped up. Germany won it. Uh, that's the big lead up to the World Cup next year. Uh, which is being held in Russia. Not much else is happening. Transfer windows officially open, so we're going to see some players moving throughout Europe. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay down a bit of a challenge to Safer and Dono. Yo, you guys got to pick a team for the Premier League. Watch 38 games. You don't have to watch 38 games. Watch as many games as you can. Pick a team, learn as much as you can about them, and let's make you guys some proper fucking footy fans. All right, peace. My man, thank you, Mike. Coming in clutch where uh, me and Safa don't have too much knowledge, but we love to hear about it and uh, especially love the accent. <laughs> yeah, shouts to Mike Henry. Bruv, it's a wrap. Let's uh, thank our people. And Is this the end, man? The end of season four, man. Sad. Sad times. We might take a little bit longer of a break. I'm sure you're not looking forward to hearing that, but it's because we're planning bigger and better things. We're trying to take it to the next level and we need some more time, but we'll... we'll Stay on our Instagram at The Bunt Live, Facebook, The Bunt. Uh, we'll try and keep it popping all summer long. We're going to come back better than ever, you dig? Season five, man. Big plans. Want to give a huge thanks to, obviously, Ants One. Thank my dogs, Safer. Uh, who else we got? DGK Wade, Morgan Smith. Every, all the guests this season. It's been a wild ride of guests. Uh, you never know who's going to pop up in Studio E. Big shouts out to Quarter Snacks and uh, everyone else who's given us love and, and listens to the show. Hell yeah. All our sponsors, Vans, Time Bomb, Grand Trading, Brixton, nothing but love. We'll do it again soon. Ants, you want to come out from behind the scenes for a second? Yo, you don't even know what the fuck it is, eh? Season 5 coming real soon to your motherfucking dome, motherfucker. Hey! What the hell? <laughs>
Uh, See what that, happens. That's why we keep him behind the scenes, Brad. And uh, he'll stay there for season five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much love, y'all. Check y'all soon. Peace.